The Morning Show is brought to you by BearX. BearX creates intuitive dashboards that collect and display the data you need to make decisions. We empower business leaders to quickly discover insights hidden within your company's data. BearX, empowering data insights. Welcome to the morning show. Good morning, Andy. Good morning. How are you today? Very good. How are you today? I'm very well, thank you. Another uh, hot day today in Jackson. Our predicted high 89, but wow. we do have a chance of showers and thunderstorms mainly between 11 a.m. and 5 p.m. Yesterday, our uh, high hot, hot. Do you think it was? Uh, 91. 86. Really? Mm-hmm. Why does it feel so hot? Uh, I think it's because we're seeing all these stories about um, how hot it is in yeah. Europe, in uh, Great Britain. Uh, it's yeah. So was it yesterday? So yesterday they had more calls to their fire service, most calls since World War II, mm-hmm. which is amazing. The amount of uh, they're dealing with not only the heat, and as we said, less than five percent of people have air conditioning, but the fires are out of control. It's so hot that things just burst into flames? Yeah. I mean, that's what it sounds like. The uh, front page headlines in Great Britain, uh, The Sun, banner headline, Hellfire. And this is the hottest it's ever been there. So what, I wonder what the locals are. Are they talking heavily about global warming? They are, in fact. Um, today, President Biden is going to um, declare a climate emergency. He will speak on addressing climate change and he can take executive action without Congress and declare a climate emergency. Oh, would that make it cooler? (laughs) I don't think so. What's the point? Well, I think we can do do things to lessen uh, the damage on the climate, but I don't think you can undo what's Correct. And I think everything that we're doing in the Midwest is just fine. We're fine here. I think uh, the major cities need to take care of themselves, but we're fine. Today is um, Wednesday, the 20th. Uh, The Cascades, they have uh, entertainment by showdown tonight at Family Night. And at the Farmer's Market in Grass Lake, the uh, musical entertainment is Gemini. And I think you've seen those. Uh, It's two people. Gemini. Uh, from Ann Arbor. Wow. People love them. Yeah, that'll be great. Yep. And it's National Hot Dog Day. And how are you going to celebrate National Hot Dog Day? With a hot dog at the turn. <laughs> just just, like, I, uh, just uh-huh. like I always do. Yeah. What are you going to do? Uh, I think I'll have a hot dog. I think that sounds good. Uh, National Chest Day and uh, National Hot Dog Day. You know where you can get good uh, hot dogs? Where? Uh, junkyard dog? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Virginia Coney Island? Yeah, VCI, yep. Uh-huh. Yeah, there's a lot of good places. Kibby Cobb? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. They, have, they have dogs there? Uh-huh. That's right. So celebrate National Hot Dog Day. It's also National Chest Day, so uh, one thing you could do 
is play chess and uh, have a hot dog. Yeah, we do not play chess in uh, the this office. We play checkers, unfortunately. <laughs> I don't We're know working how to play chess. I um, play um, when I play chess. I play it like checkers. Really? Uh -huh. Yeah. I don't know all the rules, but uh, you know, some people here do. Some people in here uh, have done done time, and it's a very popular game in prison from uh, what I understand. In prison? That's what I hear, mm -hmm. yeah. 38 days until college football. Oh my gosh. I know, I know. Mm -hmm. 38 days until college football if you think summer's going fast, and it, uh, it surely is. But uh, July's my favorite month. I play a lot of golf during, uh, during July for some reason. You were out riding your bike last night. It was, uh, it was nice, there was a little breeze, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, there was just a little breeze, but yeah, it was very sweaty last night. Very, very sweaty. The humidity here is just, it's indescribable. Well, Michigan is uh, described as one of the best places to live when it comes to global warming. I agree with that. Yeah, yeah. we have four seasons here. And Jackson, even more so because of our many lakes. Do you know we have more than a dozen county parks at lakes in Jackson? I do county? know that. Yeah, it's amazing. That's, that's yeah. absolutely so amazing. Cool off. Uh, tomorrow afternoon, or tomorrow from 11 to 1, there'll be a ribbon cutting and open house at the Fields Building. CNB, County National Bank, and Jackson Community Foundation will hold a ribbon cutting. And that ribbon cutting will be at 1130, but uh, feel free to stop by from 11 to 1 tomorrow. Mm -hmm. uh, last night, the uh, Mega Millions drawing. Did anyone win? I haven't played the lottery in a long time. No, the answer is no. The Mega Millions jackpot is now at $630 million. Oh my dollars, more than half a billion. Not a record. And that's the one that's like across 30 some states. Yeah, it's yeah. all over. Yeah, it's hard Your to Your odds win. are very, they're, they're not good. Bad odds. Yeah. Yesterday I was uh, talking about the median home price in the United States, and I said 374,000, which was which is accurate, and I know it scared some people. Um, so in Michigan, the median home price is what do you think? Um, less. Yeah, less. 211,000. Uh, median sales price. This is what homes are sold for in Jackson County. Uh, on average this year, 175,000, but June, 195,000. That's the average sale price. Mm -hmm. So we're, uh, we're a couple hundred thousand less than the uh, rest of the country. Bargains can be had in the city of Detroit for the first time in history. Median home prices in June topped $100,000. Mm. And here's an example of a home uh, from Real Comp from the Cranes Detroit article about the home prices. This, is, this home is $111,000. Really? Yeah, nice looking place. Do you have an aerial shot? No, but look at the house next yeah, door. Yeah, it's, it's gonna take time, right? Yeah. It's gonna take a lot of time. And I believe uh, today yeah. in Detroit, they're breaking ground on that uh, Riverwalk deal, that 30 acre, uh, 30 acre park. Uh, in front of the, is it in front of the old train station? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that should, that'll be interesting to see. Yeah, so much is happening in Detroit, yeah. and so now would be a good time to uh, snap up a bargain. Yeah. As it was a year ago, the median home price in Detroit, $72,000. Really? So yeah. Let's all do it together, staff. <laughs> David Rice will put your name on the loan. 
Uh, Netflix's earnings report is out, and is it good news or bad news? Well, I was expecting bad, but it turns out it wasn't bad. Well, it depends on how you look at it. They lost uh, nearly a million subscribers, but Netflix says that's good news because they thought they were going to lose two million subscribers. And why are people dropping Netflix? Um, I don't know. The cost is going up. There's other streaming services. I think if mm -hmm. people drop it and then go back, like for example, Stranger Things, right? Stranger Things came out. Guess mm -hmm. how many hours Stranger Things was streamed during the first four weeks of its release on? 100 million. 1.3 billion wow. hours on Stranger Things. So people are, uh, people are watching Netflix. The problem with that, uh, Stranger Things, they released, they dropped the first half of the season on May 27th and the second half of the season on July 1st. So they on purpose mm -hmm. spread it out so you couldn't sign up for the one month free and yeah. watch all of it at once. You had to buy at least two months. I think one of, uh, I think really if you go back, um, the start of the decline of Netflix was when Kevin Spacey was got off House of Cards for his debacle. I think you can really boil it back down to that. They were at, that was an all-time high. They were the shows that they were c coming up with insane, and I think Kevin Spacey he he had a lot to do with this. That and sorry the Noah competition. Uh, so many other streaming services uh, like Pluto, Hulu. Uh, yeah, it's weird. You know, uh, um, you know we have Comcast, but you you could say something and all of a sudden a new streaming thing pops up on your TV and, and you're says, like, do you want to watch this on Peacock? No, I don't. I don't. I just want to, I want it to play right now. I don't want it to <laughs> buffer. So. Do you want to watch this on Pluto? No. No, but I will. If, if I have to. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. You know, uh, Heinz Field I in do. Pittsburgh. I've been there. It's iconic. Uh, of course, Heinz, Pittsburgh, the two intertwined, no longer. The ketchup bottles in Heinz Field, yesterday they were removed. Why? There's because like a Heinz Museum in Pittsburgh. Well, what's happening here? What's I was in a wedding and they gave me Heinz. <laughs> Serious, Adam. Well, what's happened is that someone bought the naming rights and it's, called, it's gonna be called Acrisure. Acrisure, it's an insurance company based, guess where? Uh, Philadelphia. Grand Rapids. Oh, is that right? Yeah, Grand Rapids, Michigan. So uh, the guessing game in Pittsburgh is where are these Heinz bottles going to go? And people are wondering, can I get one? There's two of them, and they're not full. And they're not uh, actually full of ketchup either. But goodbye to uh -huh. Heinz. Heinz isn't even a company anymore. It's, did you know? It's Kraft Heinz. What? Yes. Everything is owned by one company. There's a, I'm not kidding you, there was a Hein, I was there in uh, 2009 for a wedding, maybe some things have changed, but they gave us the little ketchup and mustard bottles with the Heinz. As, um, a, as a wedding, you know, wedding you, check in, you check into the hotel and you get a bag of all the local things. <laughs> you get a terrible towel and, a, and some Heinz, and mm. I still have them. Now, at weddings in Jackson, you'll get like a little box of um, Gilbert chocolates. Yeah, uh, you at will. Your Sometimes. Place setting. Sometimes. Sometimes, yeah. 
Yeah, I got married during the recession, so everyone got Tootsie Rolls and golf tees. <laughs> no, that's not true. No. Yes, it they, is. No, they had little boxes of Gilbert. Chocolate. Not at my wedding. Yes, they did. Oh, no, 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 Every no, place no, setting. sir. No, 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 no. We're going to have to go to the tape. We will go to the tape. At Noah's wedding, they uh, gave every guest a pile of smoked meat, <laughs> which was awesome. And uh, that was nice. Wedding, the, the... Noah's wedding was beautiful. It was. It was outdoors. And... Oh, everything was great. Yeah. The food, yeah. it was honestly, that's probably a top five food wedding I've ever been to. It was to. a great wedding. It was, mm -hmm. it was awesome. Mm -hmm. And he's still married to this day, mm -hmm. so it's great. Yeah. Uh, do you know... Uh, we have a new minimum wage in the state of Michigan. I've been hearing about this. Yeah, $12 now. So um, up until yesterday, the minimum wage was, uh, I don't know, nine eighty-seven an hour. Uh, but yesterday, a judge threw out uh, a law that was enacted by the legislature uh, back in 2018. Uh, there was a petition drive to raise the minimum wage to $12. The legislature hijacked the petition drive and they enacted some version of a minimum wage hike, very watered down. A judge yesterday said, no, that's uh, unconstitutional. And now the, those laws are now in effect. Does this even apply right now in today's uh, climate? Well, apparently it does until there's going to be appeals, there's going to be court challenges. But uh, the restaurant industry, uh, oh, the restaurant particularly, they're very yeah. upset because it changes, uh, it eliminates uh, a lower tipped wage in the restaurant industry. So uh, Justin Winslow of the Michigan uh, Restaurant and Lodging Association yesterday put out a scathing uh, response to this judge's ruling. So it's going to put uh, thousands of restaurants in Michigan out mm -hmm. of business. Well, so. I mean, clearly, yeah. I mean, you. If you are paying, you know, if um, servers are getting paid that much money and the uh, stat or and the guests know about it, yeah, the tips are going to be different, totally different. And uh, you know, a lot of times that's cash in the hand, cash in the pocket, and um, people need that. So, and I think people, you know, as the cost of uh, food at restaurants goes up, people are, you know, just inherently not as generous with uh, the tips as they have been. So, mm -hmm. but please don't forget about your uh, servers. No, and particularly in restaurants where you can't tip, do you tip when they say no tip? To go, I, I, I saw, I don't know, it was like an etiquette book or something like 25 years ago. And it's, and in there it said, you know, should you tip uh, when you pick up on a to-go, and I always thought, no, that's crazy. Um, but in that book, it said you should, so I always have. If you do the uh, DoorDash, uh, the tip, uh, the person delivering, they know what the tip is, and they are likely to grab the bag at the restaurant that has the bigger tip, and you'll get your food faster if you do tip. And if you do tip better, you'll get your food even faster. Hmm. But Interesting. Cost of uh, food and supplies and everything is uh, is up like crazy. Uh, typical McDonald's, for example, sales at McDonald's is an average McDonald's restaurant a million dollars a year. In the last year, the costs have gone up. Um, paper bags, um, ketchup packets, mm -hmm. the food, everything, uh, over a hundred thousand dollars increase in just one year. That's amazing, mm -hmm. amazing. And that's not labor. That's no, just yeah, just products, that's stuff. amazing. 
But as we, ha as we uh, do enter uh, difficult economic times, uh, McDonald's tends to uh, do well. Mm -hmm. So that, they'll be fine. And um, their employee, they've, they've done a better job, I think, with their employees than a lot of places. So uh, kudos to our local McDonald's. Mm -hmm. College education, part That's of the right. deal. That is right, yep. yeah. Uh, today's show is being brought to you by Swinging at the Shell, a free concert series in Albion at Victory Park in the beautiful Victory Park band shell. The next show is coming up this weekend, July 24th at 6 p.m. Moonshot, a modern rock and classic rock band. It's at 6 p.m. on, what's the 24th? Sunday. I don't know Sunday. what today is, 20th. Today's the 20th. Okay, so yeah. that would be? Sunday. Yeah, they're doing yeah. these Sunday evenings. Yeah, for sure. Uh, brought to you by Parks Drugstore, Ca Caster Concepts, Team One Plastics, and the uh, Albion Community Foundation. Yeah, we're going to get things started. We have the manager of the city of Jackson, Jonathan Green. He'll join us right after this quick break. The Morning Show is brought to you by Barex. Barex creates intuitive dashboards that collect and display the data you need to make decisions. We empower business leaders to quickly discover insights hidden within your company's data. Barex, empowering data insights. Welcome back to The Morning Show. Thanks for joining us today. Our show is brought to you by Vermeulen's Home Furnishings. They're now in their third generation of being family owned and operated and they pride themselves on offering high quality brand name furniture at affordable prices. Thanks to Vermeulens for helping us bring you today's show. Joining us now is the manager of our fine city, Jonathan Green. Good morning. Good morning, guys. Good morning. Does anyone ever come to City Hall and demand to speak to the manager? Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Almost on a daily basis. Of course they do. <laughs> So we're like, uh, we're like the last stop. Yeah. Someone maybe uh, doesn't like the answer they get from a different department yeah. and they get, you know, as their, as their tempers and temperatures mm -hmm. rising, so is the floor that they go up to, 14th floor, <laughs> pound right on the counter, and then try to defuse that bomb. And then you take care of things. Just uh, like I home. try to. Uh, busy weekend coming up uh, downtown. Yeah. Gus Macker, uh, we'll, we have some guests on later. They're going to announce a record number of teams. What do you hope people that uh, come into our city um, kind of take away? Well, you know, I hope they take away the progress yeah. that Jackson's made in the last 10 years or so and how different things look and feel um, to visitors and to people who live here all the time. And I, and I really, I think first and foremost, those things are great from selfishly from the city's perspective, but I think what would make me happiest if they took away positive vibes from our merchants, from our restaurants, and they come back and visit those places in the future. The city's great, you know, mm -hmm. it's, it's cool having nice sidewalks and flower beds and things like that, but it's the people in our downtown, it's the people in our city who have businesses who really are making things happen. And those are the ones who are frontline customer service people. And that's, that, that would matter to me. If people yeah. come from, say they maybe drive a couple hours away to Gus Macker, they have a great experience at one of our restaurants or in our shops, get to talk to the shop owner, things like that. That'd be pretty awesome to me. Yeah, and I, and I think that uh, that for sure happens in Jackson. We're known uh, as very friendly. We're known, the, yeah, business owners, building owners downtown. <laughs> we don't. Yeah, we you, are. You yeah. I, I know we are. Like I, yeah. like I'm laughing because it's true, and I'm like yeah. I know people are watching. Like, what are you talking about? Like, yeah. but it's true. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
That's yeah. when people when people from out of town they talk about Jackson. People are very friendly here. It's a very very, friendly, very friendly community. But you know, to your point, when we have an event like this, the business owners they're downtown participating. They're yes. not home hiding. Exactly. They embrace these events. Well, a couple of them are. Well, you? No. <laughs> not a, not a couple of them. Get off my lawn. Yeah, yeah, a couple of them. But no, for the most part, uh, you know, it's it's great. And Remember the first year of Gus Macker, uh, former city manager Patrick Birch uh, threw the ceremonial first basket? Yeah. And it yeah. took about 20 minutes for well, him to actually make a basket. Nah, it wasn't that long. It wasn't that long, was it? But I do remember. What are you like friends with them? You're like, oh, it wasn't that long. Pat, uh, Pat. It wasn't 20 minutes. It wasn't 20 minutes. It was a few minutes. It was a few minutes. Are you I, doing that this year? No one's asked, but oh. I totally will. I think we can arrange that. Yeah, yeah? we should do that. Yeah. I can think they put like, uh, like? We'll give you those, as much time as we gave Patrick. One of those How's adjustable. That? Where was he shooting from? Was he three Layout. pointers? Like, no, it was a three. It was a free throw mm -hmm. or a three. Oh, that's three. Just a three. Free, free, throw. free throw. A free okay. throw. Free throw. A free, a free, yeah, I can handle a free throw. But yeah, it'd be cool. All right, let's talk about all the things happening. Obviously, we've got a lot of uh, three or four uh, big construction, street construction mm -hmm. projects. Yes. Uh, Andy likes to golf in the summer. I like to build stuff. You do. Yeah. And <laughs> on the way to the golf course, I'm not sure if I'm driving down Greenwood on the right side of the road. Is that okay what I'm doing? It's okay. Yes, I was actually out there observing that yesterday and I was like, man, I feel like we're down a sign. We're confused. Yeah. Yeah. There was a sign missing. The sign that says, go do on. not enter. No, that, no, no, no. no. It, morale, right. You can go. You can go both ways on the one thing because there's not a sign. Well, technically yeah. you're only, you should only be able to go, go south. south. Yes. Right. I caught, I, I was caught in that. Yes. And I thought, Man, you know, like we should probably reach out to the contractor and say, how about a sign that says, like, southbound traffic only yeah. or something? Because I was at the cemetery, and I thought, yeah. I could go. I'm I could turn right. I'm 50-50 on I'm like, it. I'm right there at the intersection. Yeah. And, I, and like, I saw some people, and I was like, yeah. Half of the time I, I do, and half of the time <laughs> I turn right on Morrell and go up to West Ave. I, I don't know. Good news. Very few people are... <laughs> Driving on That's right. It's, it's just Jonathan and I in the, in the construction. Thought I saw you out there. Yeah. And big uh, West Avenue uh, yeah. projects. Yeah, and you know West Ave is it's a major north-south thoroughfare in the city, and, and to get some water main work done uh, close to Michigan Avenue, and some more work done that you know, just keep that keep that area popping and, and moving traffic along. Of course, it's not moving anything right now, but. You know, like everything yeah. else, it'll be great when it's yeah, done. Yeah, of course. It's summer. <laughs> it's construction season. Uh, the parks and trails are, are getting some enhancements. Loomis Park. Yeah, I'm really excited about Loomis Park. Yeah. It's been a long time in the making to, to see some exterior improvements in, at Loomis Park. And then, you know, we've been working on the Boost Center at the same time. Mm -hmm. And to finally, you know, what, what, I, what I tell people is like, we did the King Center a couple of years ago. Um, and we, we bonded out for that project. And it was a really good project. But here we see Loomis Park. You can see, you know, this reimagined play structure was was um, was done with the help of a lot of community input. And they had, this is like during the this was all designed during the pandemic. Wow. Or the the, hit, the heart of the pandemic, we had online meetings to talk about this with uh, the designers and community members, and it has a little bit of something for everyone. Um, you a can moat? access is that, it. Is that, well, a that moat? is that sand or is well, that like it's a to forest protect, material? Well, see, that moat is to protect the young ones that are on the left side. And the old ones are on the right. Is this side. the new the bouncy uh, type? No, 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 no. 
it's, it'll be it'll be traditional building methods. And, yeah. yeah, I'm yeah. wondering if our weather has a lot to do that. I was out on the yeah. coast, and, and a lot of these playground materials, those, the, that porous, cushy, really, yeah. really, really soft. I assume that our our weather would trash that stuff. Yeah, the useful life we wouldn't get as much out of it, and you know, it's sometimes the the old way of doing things was just some just some mulch the easiest to maintain sure, yeah. and yeah. some of the safest around but yeah i've never heard kids complain about running on mulch ever so nah. that should work and, fine. And, and like i said this says something for everyone this says this says ada accessible uh, opportunities there to engage you can see some of those mm -hmm. those music things um and some other areas we can they can um we, uh, kind of access the play structures things for all different ages all different abilities um, I'm really proud of this. I'm really proud That's of cool. the exterior work we're doing here, and then the interior work in the booth center. Finally, getting the treatment that it deserves. Um, you know, it's it, the King Center, rightly so, gets a lot of uh, notoriety. Mm -hmm. It's uh, an important asset for the city, um, but the booth center, um, in terms of like usage, an hourly basis or people through the doors, it's actually more than the King Center. Right. Wow. So it's important to take care of it. Wow. And federal funds are being used. Federal funds this. using some CDBG funds to uh, take care of this project. And then uh, a little bit of other funding as well from the Parks and Rec Department. But really proud of this project. Some uh, lighting uh, going in on the trail from uh, Prospect over to Weatherwax that uh, I believe that started. Pouring cement as we yeah. speak. Yeah. And that's, that's another <clears throat> priority for the city to, to improve our trail system. It's important locally. Mm -hmm. um, at our trail system, a lot of people use it for recreation, but a lot of people use it to get from A to B, yep. whether they're walking to a job or walking to school and back home. Um, so it's it's functional and recreational, and it's important to uh, to do things that make it safe for people to use, um, and it's important to maintain it. So we get getting wider trails with lighting, um, just to make it a little bit more user friendly, a little bit safer feeling to everybody out there. Yeah, it's amazing the number of miles of trails that we have for uh, biking and walking and running in our community. Yeah, and just amazing. You know, yeah, and, <clears throat> and the amount of, like you said, I think, you know, the last 10 or so years, it's amazing what's been done. Yeah, and it's like, like I said, we, we use it locally, but, you know, Jackson is a hub for the east-west trail that goes across mm -hmm. Michigan and then the north-south trail that goes yeah. through Michigan. So it's important for us to have our infrastructure taken care of, and we get a lot of support. Uh, from the state and other agencies to make sure infrastructure is good because we are at we're at the crossroads of Michigan. Yeah, it's a great yeah. place to live. And once 94 is all done, we're we're going to be like the, our town is it's going to be like the, <laughs> the shining star of Michigan. People are going to start going to that Long John Silver's again. That's what's going to happen. You think so? Is it well, still open? I don't know how it's open. <laughs> Some, someone's got to go to it. I think I saw a meme or something where someone's wondering out loud like how how yes how. These are in like every city, every time I drive but like by. how? Yeah, I don't understand. Hmm. I don't well, know the company that owns it though. Like what, what restaurant group owns yeah, it? Yeah, I'm not sure. We'll, we'll have to get to the bottom of this. Yeah. Someone did ask me to ask you if we're going to get uh, Chick-fil-A. I don't uh, have an answer for you on that one. Oh. It's something we always like to work on. Yeah. We, we think there's a need for it. We think there's a desire for it. Needs yeah, there is. It's a little strong. A desire for it. But, it's uh, difficult. To get a Chick Fil A, you really have to you have to have the right they yeah. have to have the right person that they are going to the right franchisee. It's not just you know can't just be anyone. So no. Yeah, and it's a it's a numbers game. It's about population, income, travel times, proximity to to expressways like ninety four and to one twenty seven. Yeah. So mm -hmm. you know finding the right as you said it's it's it, the ingredient mix is tough to put together yeah. and tough to pull off. So. 
Well, no visit from Jonathan Green would be complete without a comment on the haze. Oh, the haze. Oh. <laughs> like, <whew>. <laughs> Dodged <laughs> a bullet. Yeah, the Haze Hotel. I'm really excited about that as well. Um, our, our chosen developer, the Jay Jeffers Company from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, working diligently on the project still. I think um, they're in town almost every week, um, at least earlier in the summer. They were here all the time meeting with our staff, and now I think they're going back and, and uh, getting out their drafting pencils or CAD. CAD uh, programs and, yeah. and, and getting the work done, but we're in constant contact with them, with the state of Michigan. And right now I see no red flags, orange flags, yellow flags telling mm -hmm. us that this is uh, not gonna happen. But Close. we've heard it all before, so. Have we been this? No, I, this is good. I don't think we've been this. This is good. This forward, this far into. We haven't, we haven't, but it's still. You just, yeah. It's, yeah, it's the haze. It's the it's the haze, right? <laughs> it's the haze. You know, trying to pull this off, and then all of a sudden the R word starts getting bandied around. You know, we're not talking about inflation; we're talking about a recession. It's like, come on, man, we catch a break. Yeah. Like we built all this momentum after the last one. Uh, join me uh, and the rest of Jackson in not participating in a recession if we go into one. Oh, I can do that. Yeah. Yeah, we are not. The Jackson no, County is not, not participating. We don't identify as, yeah, as a recession. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. I'm good with that. Yeah, done. You heard it here first. That's right. Leading the charge. Perfect. Thanks for coming in. Yeah, thanks for having thanks, me, guys. Jonathan. Our city manager, Jonathan Green. Uh, speaking of Gus Macker, we'll uh, get you all Gus Macker next. Stay tuned. The Morning Show is brought to you by Barex. Barex creates intuitive dashboards that collect and display the data you need to make decisions. We empower business leaders to quickly discover insights hidden within your company's data. Barex, empowering data insights. Welcome back to The Morning Show. Today's show is brought to you by Wilcox Lawn and Landscaping, and they can handle all your outdoor lawn and garden needs. Retaining walls, sprinkler systems, irrigation, well, that's the same thing, but uh, fertilization, <laughs> anything they take care of. My yard, and it looks better than it has in the past. So thanks to Wilcox for helping us bring you today's show. Next on the show, we welcome area golf standout, Cameron Shannon. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Now, we saw you on Monday, and I want to apologize if we distracted you and you made a bad bogey in front of us. It's fine. So you, um, I asked you how many bogeys you made. How many bogeys did you make? I had five. How many birdies? Six. That's just amazing. So you're a birdie machine. Sometimes. That's a lot of birdies. You make a lot of birdies out there. Mm -hmm. um, so you've only been playing golf for, uh, I think it'll be four years in August. Mm -hmm. Talk a little bit about the journey from picking up a club to uh, state champion, top 10 in the nation, winning local tournaments. Uh, so the start of the journey was just kind of something for fun to make my grandpa happy. <laughs> and it was an easy way to get a varsity letter, but then I realized the potential I had with it and more people were telling me I needed to stick with the sport. So once COVID hit, that's when I kind of took off with it. And junior year of high school, I was at the golf course almost every day and hardly at school. So that helped me out a lot. Yeah, your, uh, one of your uh, coaches, Steve Sari, mm -hmm. he told me you're the, you're the most dedicated golfer he's ever seen. Yeah. That's pretty, that's pretty great. 
What do you love about the game? Um, I love being able to make friends out there. It's actually a really good sport with just socializing, and it's a challenging yeah. one. Was there a lot of pressure being a Shannon in Michigan Center to be something in some sport? Kind of, because at first, my older sisters, they, they were really good at their sports they did, and I never was going to be as good of a basketball player as Casey, but then I found my sport, and she's not the best at it, so I got her beat in this sport. <laughs> yeah, so you won a state championship, um, you know, less than two years after picking up a club, finished second last year, you're headed to Ferris State, you just won the match play championship, um, and you beat a, uh, in the final you beat, was it uh, Ashley Hilderley? Yes. Who knocked off Andrea Clark, who had won that tournament 13 mm -hmm. straight years. Um, that's pretty cool. Yeah. What's it like playing against some of the, uh, some of the veterans out, uh, out there? It's honestly just like one of my favorite tournaments I play in just because it's so much fun and they're so supportive and no matter what, if it's a bad shot or good shot, they're just impressed with how far us younger <laughs> girls can hit the ball. It's amazing. You look at the Jackson County Women's Golf Association match play uh, last week or two weeks ago, mm -hmm. all the veterans that have been playing golf for decades in Jackson, they're out there uh, still doing great. And I know they're happy to see young, mm -hmm. young kids out there playing yeah. um, because that's kind of how you grow the women's game. And, mm -hmm. uh, we have a this this was the tournament uh on monday the mercer tour. the mercer which was all also the city uh junior championship are you having a hard time uh keeping track of all your trophies uh well are there for some the in your car no for the mercer <laughs> they give us all the flags yeah, so those are easy i yeah. just have a box full of flags <laughs> under my bed That's right cool. now that's that's such a cool cool uh, cool event. Talk about uh, playing in those Mercer Tour events, and you see the younger kids playing. Um, mm -hmm. You know, talk about what you think uh, that tour does for kids. I mean, of course, you've only been playing for a few years, mm -hmm. but you see these eight, nine, ten-year-olds out there learning the game. Just talk a little bit about that. I think it's a good tour to help build confidence for kids going into high school, just because. There's no other way in Jackson to really play in competitive golf, mm -hmm. and that's building their confidence for going off into high school. You're headed to Ferris, and you'll be on the Bulldogs golf team. Mm -hmm. how, uh, how, how about that decision, um, where, where you decided to go to college, and the fact that you wanted to, to go to the next level and play golf in, in, in college, how tough a decision was that? Um, it was kind of a tough decision just because there were some really great coaches out there, but my final decision came down to what I wanted to study, and that's professional golf management, and they were the first school in the country with the program, yeah. so I thought that would be the best fit for me. It's, it's really a great time to get back into that program because mm -hmm. over the last five to seven years, that program across the country has kind of fallen off, so you're going to get a job right away. If you don't play professional golf, yes. do you want to play professional golf? Yes, that's my goal yeah. after college. It's awesome. Well, the fact that Jackson is really a hotbed of golf, we've had mm -hmm. you know many professionals, uh, men and women, in, in that's from, right from Jackson. 
I think uh, we as a community make it easy to learn golf and, and practice and mm -hmm. play and, and uh, make a goal of it. Yeah. So Elaine uh, Crosby, of course, uh, yes. biggest LPGA star. That's who right. watches, hi Elaine. Elaine. Who watches our <laughs> Two show. LPGA Has tournaments. Has Elaine given me any advice? Um, I've never been in contact with her. Oh, Elaine, I'm surprised. <laughs> She probably has some words of wisdom. I'm sure. Well, yeah. I'm sure she does. <laughs> but no, I think she would probably say, "Keep doing what you're doing, yeah. and uh, don't make five bogeys. Yeah. Just keep it to the six birdies." Um, but you have had some great uh, under par rounds. I think you shot a 67 in tournament play um, recently. I, mm -hmm. I mean, it's just amazing. You know, hardly anyone breaks par, and you seem to be doing it regularly. Um, when you go out to, uh, when you get ready to play 18, do you have something in mind or do you just play each shot? Kind of just play each shot and I don't want to overthink everything. Have you ever thrown a club? No. <laughs> <laughs> My parents would not be happy. Have you? No, no, <laughs> never. I don't get, I don't get upset. Snap it's a, a club? No, no. It's a, it should be fun. It's a fun sport mm -hmm. and you can't do anything about the previous shot. That's right. Yep. And ultimately, did you make your grandpa happy? Oh yes, my gosh, are you kidding me? <laughs> I would think so. So you got any free time? Are you going to be able to be a kid this summer before you go off to college? I make my golf schedule, so I didn't really give yeah. myself much of a free summer, but I'm fine and I'm enjoying it. What kind of golf clubs do you use? Uh, I have Ping Iron, Cobra Driver, and Three Wood, and then... Callaway hybrid, and then a Scotty Cameron putter. All right, there you Is go. There, can they get endorsements? And well, we're going to talk NIL after the show for sure. Yeah, see if we can get that JTV logo out on the uh, golf courses up <laughs> at uh, Ferris State, right? Yeah. Well, congratulations on all the great success, and uh, thanks for uh, representing Jackson and Michigan Center so well uh, nationwide because uh, big national high school tournament. Yeah, that's right. Now, what course was that at? Uh, Pinehurst, and oh. we played course one, six, and nine. Oh, I'm sure that was terrible. Gee. <laughs> Finished number six. six. That's yes. awesome. So very cool to be able to play in a tournament at these courses that mm -hmm. uh, myself and groups of my friends would get together and spend thousands of dollars to go play. Yeah. So keep it up. It's very, very cool. Thank you, and thanks for having me. Yeah. Cameron Shannon, future. LPGA Tour star on The Morning Show. We'll be right back after this break. The Morning Show is brought to you by BearX. BearX creates intuitive dashboards that collect and display the data you need to make decisions. We empower business leaders to quickly discover insights hidden within your company's data. BearX, empowering data insights. Welcome back to The Morning Show on JTV. Our show today is brought to you by Midwest Vehicle Group and owner Joey Fadal. They're located on Page Ave. Thanks to Midwest Vehicle Group for helping us bring you today's show. Joe Fadal, a great golfer himself. Great golfer, and I'm looking forward to golfing with him in August in our annual golf trip. From uh, golf to basketball, Gus Manker this weekend, and we have two members of the team We'll be very busy working on Gus Macker, marketing and communications intern Joe Barry, and people management intern Amanda Newman. Welcome to the show. Hi there. Thanks for having us. People management. That sounds awful. <laughs> oh my gosh. I actually have been really enjoying it. Are you it. managing other volunteers? Yep. So yeah, I'm managing cool. the volunteers and the refs. Awesome. Yep. 
Yep. So this is, uh, Joey, you've, you've done a great job. I mean, we have a record number of teams. Mm -hmm. uh, talk a little bit about how many teams we have and, and what the weekend looks like. So we have just over 200 teams, which is up from last year, which is always a plus. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, with all these teams coming in, we have teams from all over the area. In fact, we got a team coming from Georgia, really? which is pretty interesting. Yeah. So should be some big names coming out and it should be a lot of fun. It's cool. What is it about the Jackson Gus Mecca that's attracting all this national interest? Um, I mean, Jackson, as you guys know, has a rich history in basketball, I would say, like high school coming up and Basil Hampton back in the day. Mm -hmm. and you know that the fact that it just kind of resurging in the past couple years, I think we got a lot more people being like, oh, Jackson Gus Macker's back. Oh, we got to go check it out. I love downtown Jack and it's a great atmosphere. Yeah, downtown Jackson's the, the uh, new Ludington when it comes to Gus Macker because <laughs> people simply can't afford the uh, hotel rates in Ludington in uh, northern Michigan. But uh, one thing I wanted to mention too, 25% of the teams are female teams, yes. which is awesome. That is, it's awesome. It really is. We've got some D1 basketball players coming to Jackson. Mm -hmm. Oh boy. And how many, do we know how many? Do we know who or anything like that? Um, we don't know exact names or numbers. We just okay. know that they'll be out there and there'll be some high competitors playing. So it should be pretty interesting. Once in a while you see a former D1 uh, player coaching his son or daughter's team and that can make it. Oh yeah, who's that last year? Oh, there's plenty. Uh, we've had uh, Mateen Cleves in town. We've had uh, Andre Hudson. If Brandon was here, he'd name them all. They're all from your school, so I, I, I don't really. They're all from Flint. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, it's very cool. So, if someone was going to come down, I know Saturday would be the big day. If you were only going to come down for maybe a few hours, uh, Saturday there's a lot going on with the dunk contest. Mm -hmm. Talk a little bit about the uh, the outside of basketball play. So, I mean, outside of basketball, I mean, Friday night we're also going to have a heroes tournament you can watch a little bit cool. and there'll be live music and tons of food trucks and then moving into saturday you know we'll have the dunk contest which is just a great thing to watch we'll have a mascot game with tons of mascots from all over the area that's gonna be pretty fun to watch a couple mascots going at get it get the water ready oh, yeah. i hope it's really hot well it's gonna be really it's hot. supposed to be really hot it's always hot yes. i've never it's yeah. end of July. It's Michigan. Yeah. It's going to be hot. <laughs> does uh, Jack, the elephant from Experience Jackson, does he actually have, have hands? I guess we're going to find out. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, talk about uh, your guys' roles and kind of, you know, your college student. What, what, uh, what have you learned from this role and, and maybe what do you guys want to do in the future? Start with you, Joe. So, you know, I'm the marketing communications intern and I'm an advertising management major at Michigan State. Cool. So it's kind of you know, reaching out to people, posting stuff, trying to get interactions, people to sign up. And you know, it's, it's been quite a good learning experience trying to learn like, sometimes people don't react with a certain post right. or sometimes people do. So kind of just figuring out what works for everybody and this has really helped me do that. So it's pretty fun. Um, so I am also going to school. I go to JC. Um, I'm going for business administration and marketing. I also work a full-time job at Blue Ox Credit Union. Nice. Um, so with mine, I am the people management intern. Um, so it's teaching me how to manage people, and that's what I want to go into is management. So nice. I've actually learned a lot already so far with it. That's great. Yep. And being a people manager, you've got uh, referees still, uh, are you still in need? Nope, we actually had a really big surge of referees this last week. We ended up getting 86 referees. Really? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> well, out of nowhere. you guys are paying them good. Yeah, we are. We're actually the highest paying macker for refs. 
So that's awesome. Um, we are still in need for some volunteers. So if anybody is interested, they can reach me. Um, my email address is amandajn09 at gmail.com. Um, so we really just need some scorekeepers if anyone's interested in. What's the schedule? What, what, uh, when should people come down? What are the Game times? start at 8.30. Okay. Um, opening ceremony Saturday is at 8. Okay. So that's the best time to come down. And it's just basketball all day. Where all day? is the uh, main court where the contest? Is that right out in front of our building? It is. Perfect. Yep. Perfect. Can't wait. We should sell Skybox. We should sell Sweet. Yeah, That's we'll a sell great suite. idea. Yeah. We'll maybe, keep it in mind for next year. Maybe, yeah, we could have Basil up there signing autographs, oh, yeah. commentating on the dunks. Oh, yeah. And Gus Macker himself, he's, he's, he comes to this event. Yeah, he will yeah. be here. Yep, he will be here. I think uh, he's been impressed with uh, how we, as a community, put this event on and has told us that yeah. mm -hmm. we're, we're one of the best in the whole country. Yep. Mm -hmm. Kyle and Jessica have both done a, an amazing job mm -hmm. with bringing this event back. Uh, because uh, you're able to raise money for uh, nonprofits and charities, yep. uh, it's a fundraiser mm -hmm. the whole weekend. Yep. Mm -hmm. Who are uh, some of the organizations that um, are, are involved and will be helped by the Gus Banker? Um, I mean, it always comes down to at the end of the day how much we end up bringing in and how much we you know, dish out to the end. So I guess it just plays by year and it also depends on like what's going on in the current moment. So we haven't had a final list yet, but it will be out there soon, so. Some specific tournaments. You've got um, a tournament for students with disabilities. Mm -hmm. yep. That's really cool. That'll mm -hmm. be Friday night too. Cool. Yep. The Heroes, mm -hmm. um, the Slam Dunk. Mm -hmm. And is that the one that has the big cash prize? Yes, there will be a $1,000 first prize to the winner and then $500 for second place thanks to Chase Sports Bar. So awesome. I'm pretty excited about Very that. Very cool. Very cool. And that's what's gotten a lot of people from out of state mm -hmm. to come yeah. in and do this. Mm -hmm. No, yeah, there's, yeah. I mean, with a big prize like that, why not get out there and try to, try to win it? So. <laughs> yeah, and I think uh, amateur athletes can win big money now. Right? With uh, the NIL. I, 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 think, <laughs> I think pretty much anything goes at this point. And the best news is we've got a great weather forecast for most of the week. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think there might be some rain on Saturday, but as long as there's lightning, we'll still be playing. Yeah, I think we can play in the rain, can't you? Yep. You can play in the rain, yeah. Yep. You can play in the rain, yeah. yep. So as long as there's no lightning, we have to wait 30 minutes between okay. the strikes. But no, we should be fine. Should be good. It's going to be a great weekend. Yes, it is. Yeah, and you've got um, some great sponsors presenting the, uh, mm -hmm. the tournament. We do. Uh, County National Bank. Yep, yep. Henry Ford. And orthopedic rehab. Yeah, and uh, some of the big ones. Yep, in our main, our, our main, main, main yeah, sure. What have you guys learned about, uh, you know, about kind of business or doing business? You, you guys, uh, have you guys found that takes, uh, you know, how many people in a community to put mm -hmm. something like this? Yeah, on? definitely talk, takes a big team. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. Talk, talk about your experience, maybe working with some business owners. Uh, maybe you had no idea mm -hmm. certain things went into went into this. It's like, um, it's funny, you know, you have all these businesses in Jackson and then they have, you have this one big event in Jackson. It's like a lot of people do want their name attached to it. And then some people you just need to nudge a little bit and they're yeah. like, oh yeah, I'm all over it. Yeah. I want to be a part of it. So, yeah. you know, everybody's pretty friendly that we work with and sponsors are just filled up. No problem. Yeah. So. Yeah. I think the hotels will be full this weekend too. Oh yeah. yeah. They've been booked up for a minute. Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, you got <laughs> Hunter Jubilee, Faster Horses, and Gus Macro. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's a busy weekend in Jackson. Yeah. Airbnb. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there are Airbnbs in Jackson. Yep. People don't realize that. If anybody uh, 
needs more information, it's all online. It and sure is. is there anything else you need from the community? Um, more um, volunteers? Yeah, um, volunteers and their support to come down and have a good weekend. Cool. Yeah, come on out. Should be yeah. a good time. So, Do you guys have anyone lined up to do the opening free throw? Uh, ceremony yet? Um, I'm not sure if we do or not. Okay. But right. I don't think it's finalized. Yet. Okay. Well, if you if you don't have anyone, let us know. We talked to someone that might be interested. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. City manager. City Jonathan manager Green. Jonathan Green. Oh, okay. Perfect. Okay. I think Patrick Birch came up with that um, thing on his own. You're probably right. <laughs> <laughs> You're probably right. <laughs> Thanks for coming in. We'll see you this weekend. Yes. No. Yeah. Thanks thank for you. Thank you both. Joe Barry and Amanda Newman with Gus Macker Jackson. More of the morning show after this. The morning show is brought to you by Barrex. Barrex creates intuitive dashboards that collect and display the data you need to make decisions. We empower business leaders to quickly discover insights hidden within your company's data. Barrex, empowering data insights. Welcome back to the morning show on JTV. <laughs> Jumped ahead of you there. And uh, again, I just want to remind everyone it is what? Hot Dog Day? National Hot Dog National Day. National Hot Dog Day. Coney Island. Okay. Uh, the uh, hot dog uh, was popularized in Coney Island after being uh, brought over from uh, immigrants uh, from Germany. And of course, the Virginia Coney Island, the, the home of the Coney Island. That's right. right here in Jackson. Good place to get. Uh, also, Kibby Cobb, did you know they have hot dogs? I did know that. Yeah. They have uh, kraut there, too, if you want to put kraut on it. That's right. You know Mickey, uh, our friend, he eats, eats kraut like someone would have applesauce or cottage cheese? I believe it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sauerkraut. He has uh, big noodle soup, too. Yes. Yes. And, of course, the Junkyard Dog right here in downtown Jackson with about 30 different uh, varieties of hot dogs. All great places to celebrate National Hot Dog Day, but we have so many others. International Dog House, we've got the Jackson Coney Island, we've got, uh, the, what else, uh, Christoph's. Everywhere, Kelly Express, everyone's got the hot, hot dogs. dogs everywhere. Hey, that's it for today. Join us tomorrow, we'll have Doug Warren from Ducks of Mid-Michigan, Stephanie Dobbins from Swinging at the Shell, and our visit with Experience Jackson to Ella Sharp Museum. Later today, Mary Jo, Ruskowski, Shannon, Leslie Bradley, Jessa Petrie, Sean Stenberg, Jenna Shamleski, Maisha Jones, all later today. We'll see you then.